Indeed, all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The first, the very first, and the last. The Almighty, the kind, the merciful. Salawat and salam be upon his final prophet and messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. His pure family, noble companions, and every true believer until the very last day, until the day of judgment. My brothers and sisters in Islam, today seems to be the 10th of Al-Muharram. This is the beginning of yet another Islamic calendar year, 1445. And it should mean many things for us. The fact that it is Friday today and we believe the 10th of Muharram even adds to it. <clears throat> In other words, it's time for us believers to remember, to commemorate some of the greatest things, the most miraculous things, the biggest things that have happened on the face of this earth on 10th of Muharram, on a day like this. And all of that happened by Allah's will and decree to show us some of his signs. Indeed, in it is an obvious, clear sign for those who have the, the will and the ability to reflect. A great, huge sign. And we all know two great things that happen on 10th of Muharram that the Quran itself recorded and that have been passed on to us through our messenger, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, through some traditions. A hadith. Just a couple of weeks ago, we tried to commemorate the blessed hijrah, migration of our beloved messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam from his birth town, hometown, to Al-Madina, Al-Munawwara. <clears throat> and in that, there were great many signs. And when he actually migrated and came to Al-Madina, that was called Yathrib back then, he saw people there who tried to follow the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Who tried to commemorate and remember some of the greatest events, historic events, that happened in the history of this mankind. And they wanted to honor it in the right way. By fasting, giving up of, on certain things for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, as a sign of gratitude to him for saving the humanity, for saving the mankind on a day like this. So the Prophet ﷺ, our messenger, inquired, asked those people that he saw fasting on 10th of Muharram, why do you do so? Why would you choose to wake up nice and early and make a very clear intention to give up on something that you otherwise like indulging in. Otherwise you like to consume, you like to do, you like to experience, you like to feel. But you give up on that. 
for the sake of Allah, for an extended period of time, several hours from the dawn until the sun set. It must be for a very, very, very great reason. It is for the sake of Allah. Knowing that in everything that happens in our lives, we are meant to see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything that's happening right now in Greece and in Turkey and in the Far East and in the Middle East and wherever it is happening, whether it's wildfires, but it's monsoon rains, whatever it is, tornadoes, winds, whatever it is, it's signposting to the one and the only one that created all of that and that manages all of that and that is fully in charge of that all. He can just say to it, be, and it is, and do like this and that, and it will do that. It will obey the command of the one who made it in the first place. So all that is happening is not shocking me. Climate change, this, what, that. I'm not surprised that there are phases <clears throat> and difficulties, and there's this destruction in Eastern Europe that is clearly and purely man-made, proportions of which you and I don't even fully understand, and the, the, the mankind will later on figure out the actual bill of, of, of that action. All that happens, happens for you and I to take a lesson from it. There is a lesson, a moral, in everything that we witness and experience. So the messenger was told, we understand that on 10th of Muharram, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saved Sayyidina Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and his people from Pharaoh and his army. He saved the believers from non-believers on that day and showed them the path, the way. Hadahumullah, <clears throat> in two ways to the path of Iman and showed them some of the greatest miracles before their own eyes in order to strengthen their faith. And he literally showed them the passage, the actual path or way through which they could go in order to be saved. And the same path was not a salvation for those that chased them. The very same corridor, and some interpretations say that there were 12 passages where the Red Sea split and huge waves appeared like as tall as mountains. But the Quran interestingly says, not just in the ayah I read from Surah Shu'ara in Surah Taha, that Allah ensured that that passage will be just so dry as if it's got nothing to do with water and they are actually walking through the ocean. So one party that believes in Allah and properly relies on Him and knows that Allah is with them and wherever they turn, there is Allah, had a safe passage through. Not even drops of water dropped on them according to tafsir. Like, of course, I'll be very pleased if I manage to cross a deep river. It doesn't have to be a sea. And if I was completely wet, and even I had to swallow some water. And I actually managed a few times this and that, and I was about to drown. But as long as I came safe on the other side, 
I would be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I would fast too for that day and I'll try to remember it. But the Quran says, Yabasan. He was dry for them. Yabis. Huge mount, way like a mountain. It must be scary scene too. <clears throat> but Allah ensured them it's safe and sound for them. So it seems they were not traumatized. And those that came after them, chasing them, they saw them go through the same passages, if they were 12 or 1, whatever. And they went into it, and Allah willed like that. They both will go this path. The Quran says, but for the other party that can't see any signs within themselves, around them, or in the universe, or in Allah's creation, oceans, mountains, seas, land, whatever it is. Nowadays, cars, airplanes, ferries. They can't see, they will see no light. They'll face and meet their end in a miserable way. But them too will remain sign for those who can reflect upon them. So <clears throat> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired them too to go into that trap. For them it was a trap. For Musa and his people it was a safe pas passage, reality. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordered the same waters to behave in their normal way. Or for the tall huge waves to come down to drown Pharaoh and his people. And when some followers of Sayyidina Musa والسلام, were beginning to question, was the head of those who chased us and the head of all that tyranny and injustice escaped? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed his body to those people who had doubt, some kind of shak or rape. And the Quran recorded that in Surah Yunus as well. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed and displayed his dead body to those doubters. So that that may serve as a sign, yet another sign for those that will come after him, us. And many probably generations after us until God wills. But do we take any lesson from it? What is the reason I'm narrating all this for you? My brothers and sisters and dear children, there are many of you children as well. Every now and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes certain events happen, occur on the face of this earth to show us that we see with our own eyes and hear with our own ears and feel and sense and read about so that we can understand the greatness and the might and wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is one. And second one, which is throughout these stories of Sayyidina Musa and Fir'aun and the other story which I wanted to mention to you, which is Sayyidina Nuh and his people that the Quran also narrated in, in one of the most beautiful stories that you can actually read in the Quran. Yet talking about something which is really like 
a huge calamity and disaster that they probably there wasn't one like it. Tufan. But in a nice, beautiful way, so that you and I can also see there is rahma and maghfira involved in these events. And in both cases, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala underlined, Inna Rabbi laghafurun rahim. And in the other one, Allah's mercy is underlined. Inna fi thalika la ayah. Walakinna aktharahum, aktharuhum la yu'minun. But majority of people don't seem to believe. They don't want to believe. وَإِنَّ رَبَّكَ لَهُوَ الْعَزِيزُ الرَّحِيمُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is very strong and firm in what he decides to do. <clears throat> but above all, he is the kind and merciful. There was so much mercy, my brothers and sisters, and forgiveness that was there for grabs for all those people around Musa and Pharaoh. The same was with Nuh and people around him. And the same is for people today. There is rahmah and mercy, but you and I have to humble ourselves. We have to submit ourselves to a higher power. You have to stop behaving arrogantly. You have to stop pretending that you are the boss, that you are the biggest thing, that you are the strongest thing, that you are in power and in charge. You are not almighty. You are not omnipotent. You are not, you are not omnipresent. You are not. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is. And he keeps showing us signs, but you and I still struggle to see it and to sink it in and then humble ourselves and bow down in prostration. And a wonderful way to show our humility and our obedience, tawadu' and khushu' and tadarru' and ta'a and tazallul to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on a day like this is by fasting. By fasting on a day like this. <clears throat> and that was the established sunnah of our messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because as scholars teach us, of all acts of worship perhaps, arguably, the most sincere act of obedience, act of ibadah that you and I can carry on, do, is no other but Fasting, observing the fast, give up on things, see how it hurts yourself, your ego. But do it for Allah's sake. You will see and find pleasure in it, not torture and difficulty. Allah is there. He's there for you. He knows what exactly you need to be nourished and strengthened and guided and protected. But he is the protector. He is the guide. So I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we first and foremost learn our own history and the history of mankind because in the past events there are so many great lessons for you and I to reflect upon, to learn from. And day like 10th of Al-Muharram, arguably there is no other day that so many great things have happened on a day like this. And there is one more thing I wanted to share while on one hand, we can learn so much about Allah's attributes and qualities like his might and wisdom and majesty and power, but also his mercy and forgiveness and firmness. At the same time, on the same events, 
and even in our own Islamic history, past the Prophet's demise, وسلم, we know of an event that happened on a day like this, 10th of Al-Muharram, which is so much pain and misery for us and almost like shame, a very dark spot on the, on, on the annals of our, of our books of history. So <clears throat> what it means is that we humans can get so low and go the darkest possible realms to the extent that we don't even choose the means through which we may hurt or oppress another human being. And the point I'm making is, when will Muslims stop hurting one another? When will Muslim brothers stop despising one another? When will they stop conspiring against one another? Isn't it enough of lessons that we have in our history and in the Quran Sharif itself for you and I to wake up and again humble ourselves and not be selfish but selfless and put sometimes others in front of us, before us. I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he purifies our intentions so that we become more knowledgeable and that we can actually benefit from the knowledge that has been passed on to us by our beloved and esteemed teachers. And I also pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show us the path, to show us the way. And I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us for any shortcomings or mistakes that we have made along the way. And I also pray to him to grant us the highest degrees, the highest levels in Jannah. أقول قولي هذا وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم.